Yes, hello. I am James Rowland. Today it's a WNR four five three. It's NXT update time. Yes, NXT deadline is tonight. And believe it or not, the last time we were here was for NXT Halloween Havoc. But I luckily am not alone. I have a pleasure to be joined by our resident New Japan and NXT expert and the winner of the Prediction League. It is the one and only Monty. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for the added accomplishment. You know, I was about to say, are you going to start calling me uh, at least a, a WWE prediction expert? Uh, but <laughs> I must say, uh, man, you, when you when you mention Halloween Havoc, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to me just how far away all that feels. And I guess you guys will understand that after this show because we have a lot of things that is just, uh, you know, seven, work, seven weeks worth of content to get into. So, Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, there's a lot to uh, delve into seven episodes. Before we do that, though, just a little update, because we did mention about WWE Hall of Famer Barry Windham uh, being admitted to hospital in the ICU. He has been removed from the ICU after suffering a major heart attack uh, early in the week. His niece, uh, Mika, gave an update on the former Four Horsemen member. Saying thank you to all reached out, prayed, contributed, and sent well wishes to my Uncle Barry. Wanted to give an update. He's stabilised, out of ICU, talking and able to stand. Thanks again, everyone. There is absolute power in prayer. There's also a GoFundMe campaign starting for the 62-year-old for pay for his medical expenses. Uh, and what makes this, you know, like I said, it's sad news, but a little bit of good news from that. But, of course, with Bray Wyatt and the Uncle Howdy character as well, it's kind of been thrust into the limelight. Uh, but 62 is just too young, and we hope he can have a full recovery, you know? Agreed, 100%. You know, he's someone uh, who, who, if you just, just know the name, you just hear the name, Barry Wyndham, you know, and it's synonymous with professional wrestling history. And, you know, just when you think about that, and we, like, I, I mention this all the time, we have one of these situations where, you know, we either lose a legend or we have a legend in one of these uh, tough situations when it comes to health. We lose so many greats all the time and have lost so many greats over the years in professional wrestling. So it's always uh, kind of cool when you hear, you know, how we all kind of come together as a fandom and as, uh, you know, people who participate in the business to come together and can, you know, try to, you know, send whatever support, whether it's financial, whether it's just emotional, whether it's prayer, whatever it is. Uh, to some to people who, you know, left an impact on all our lives, you know, like we say. We, we come here, we give wrestlers a hard time sometimes. Some, you know, a lot of times we try to give them flowers, but they risk their lives for us. And a lot of these, these long-term issues with health, you know, who knows how many, you know, times over the years, you know, taking bumps and doing everything you have to do as a wrestler, you know, how much that they put on the line. And you, to see later in life some of those bumps or whatever, how they can impact them in their into their elder statesman years. I agree 100%. 62 is way too young. We want all our legends uh, of wrestling to continue to live on as long as possible. So, yeah, man, it's great great news to hear that uh, the condition seems to be improving. So, uh, we just keep our ears out and hope that it continues to get better. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Well, that's the good news out of the way. So, on to NXT. Like I said, seven to review. But I'm quite happy because we have done our updates in the past couple of years where, like, it's been five episodes, but, like, mass releases has just changed the landscape. 
Change everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, there is going to be a few bits like that, but like I said, it will catch up as we get into it. So we start mm-hmm. October, October 25th. We see highlights from Havoc, and then on to Title Tuesday as Nikita Lyons, you perverts, and Zoe Stark versus the tag <laughs> champs, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Stark rolled up Chance as a non-legal woman to seemingly get the free count. The match had to be reset. Chance and Carter hit the 450 splash netbreaker on Lions to win. Um, after, uh, but then again, this going to play into something that's going to happen later mm-hmm. on, you know. But again, right. that wasn't too bad. But Chance and Carter, I mean, they're just there's no other teams. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like they're uh, they don't have much of a division at all. As a matter of fact, by the end by the end of this seven weeks. You will see that in perfect, a perfect example of what we mean uh, when it comes to just having contenders to shift through. And uh, but yeah, yeah, that the thing is, they work. I think for their tag matches and their segments, they're doing they're doing a great job making the belt feel like something being a natural, real team. But I, I'm with you when it comes to the field or like actually having competition. It's similar to what's kind of going on with the uh, the the women's tag titles on the main roster. How you know, uh, you don't have to do much to end up in line for a title shot because there isn't a line. You yeah, know, just, just literally <laughs> form a team. That right, just just form a team, and there you go. Now, now you have a shot. So, <laughs> yeah, but this, like you said, this match was not that bad. It was really, it was actually solid for the most part. Uh, and uh, even though I think uh, the false, the the whole, you know, ah, oh, they won the championship finish. You know, we've all seen that a million times. It was still pretty, uh, still a pretty entertaining segment. But I agree. The champs are definitely suffering because they don't have much of a division uh, that they're champions of. Well, Wesley's North American title win was overshadowed by our truth and Grayson Wallace speaking of champions. <laughs> we get a video package was shown for Dominic Dijakovic, who burned the team arm mask. Shotzi beat Lash Legend. Enough of that. Well, actually, talking about, I don't think I've seen Lash since. This is the. This is her. This exactly. She didn't miss it. No, nothing. She does. She did absolutely nothing since the shots he match. Oh, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that should tell you everything about it. Yeah, you know. she is the. Well, no, let's give her a compliment. She's the Von Wagner of the women's division. I think. <laughs> be fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get yeah. Brute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We get Brutus and Julius Creed come out ready for a fight with Damon Kemp. Kemp told him he's not medically cleared, but Fear Mahan and Sanger laid the Creed brothers out. We'll get more on that in a bit. NXT tag team titles pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Versus Mallet Blade and Edris Anoffi. I will say in a little side this note, is for... I confused the shit out of Jaxie talking about pretty deadly. <laughs> She she thinks I was being awkward. I was just going, yes, boy. Side no, plate no, check. Yes, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, Monty's going to love it. Jackson might have a clue. <laughs> Jackson's lost. I I definitely popped. I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> you know, uh, pretty deadly is so great. That's all I have to say. Like Even in this segment with the match, uh, they end up getting a really, really good, probably the best showing out of uh, Idris. And Blade, uh, and it's, it seems like I guess it's not that hard. I think me and you both have already kind of fell in love with the way Pretty Deadly puts their tag matches together. But still, uh, yeah, I just I, I can't say enough. So yeah, I'm go- keep doing it because I, I appreciate it, 
And the more we spread awareness to people like Jackson, you know, it can only get only more people can find out about how great Pretty Deadly actually is. And we'll be talking about that more as we get into what they'll be doing at Deadline. Well, that, that, like I said, Blade felt to spilt milk in this one, but like I said, Prince and Wilson are gold. For me, this match should have been at Havoc instead of the ambulance match. Like, give That's Pretty fair. Deadly uh, a takeover match. But like we said, we got what we wanted. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, what we didn't want is a schism, uh, which they came out <laughs> matching yellow masks. <laughs> we saw Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, and Jagger Reed. What horrible names. We yeah. all talk about what this group means. But finally, Ava Rain revealed herself and accepted the embrace of the schism. So why do people now care, Monty? <laughs> I was just about to say, people magically give a damn about skins. <laughs> like they haven't been garbage the entire year for the most part. <laughs> Everyone just seemed to forget about that when you put Ava in, in there. Uh, seriously, though, like the crowd, you'll see as the weeks go by, the crowd actually starts to, like they literally were chanting. We were, I remember vividly, just not that long ago, telling Gacy to shut the elf up every time he would try to speak. <laughs> And now, just, uh, the Rock Daughter is here. Well, I think I'm interested now. They're the greatest team ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, they have some legs. Let's get them on the main roster. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, wow. You know, but then again, Joe Gacy quits in. And it, we'll talk about it a little bit. But like I said, yeah, this is a turnaround uh, for the books. <laughs> Uh, Indy Hartwell beat So Rooker. Lecture Lopez returned and beat up both. I was a little bit disappointed, Lopez. If I was going to use Electra Lopez, and I know she wants experience with NXT, but at least to have her appear on SmackDown and, you know, help out Santos if he was going to win. Or, do you know what I mean? Or something like that. I want to keep the story alive, damn it. It's still real to me. I don't know if I can go for it. <laughs> Legado. And I think it gets worse as the coming weeks that she gets a chance to talk and, like, they kind of hint at her past, but not much at all. They don't really talk about. That's the thing I don't like the most about. It. It's like they were, we were introduced to her through Legato, and you won't even explain away how she's working for herself now. You're just gonna say, nope, she's by herself. Yeah, just get Tony, Tony D come up to her. Hey man, you want to forget about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's, I think she's gonna be fine. And that's about it. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Thanks, Tony. Okay, Tony. <laughs> all right. Um, we see Duke Hudson. Sucking up, sucking up to chase you, and again, this is something that actually becomes interesting. Uh, yeah. for the next update, uh, the main event Ilya Dragunov versus Jordan Devlin or Donut. Uh, this was like NXT UK, a really, yes. really good stuff. Referee had to stop the match as Dragunov passed out from the pain. Uh, what, um, JD looked like a killer, necessarily evil, they called him. <laughs> Um, Aya had to be stretched out as well. I mean, again, when they want to book strong in NXT, they can do it. Oh, yeah. JD just looked great here. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, he's just, he looked like a menace. And again, this is one thing I tell you about how great Ilya is. He doesn't, it doesn't matter if he's going to come back and win it or if he won't, you know, get over the chance. Kind of like with uh, Volta back in the day. The way he sells and the way he just, just seems like, like I said, no one, like, I don't know. Like, I, he, all the only thing that brought that real injury upon him, I thought, was like a spear, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Ilya that, bro. Like, Ilya was selling like he 
crack three or four ribs and just like it, anyway. The point is, he put he made JD look like you said like a monster. And then, like I said, the the psychology of it all with him kind of turning it into like a a, a rear naked you know abdominal abdominal stretch at the end is just so smart and again he just looked vicious the color i love that that's another thing I, i'm pretty sure it happened the hard way it probably wasn't playing but that the blood also made it look even more vicious <laughs> so yeah it was perfect I, I really i really was big on this and like you a lot of the best matches of this this batch of episodes gave me the nxt uk vibe <laughs> Well, that, that, and again, this is like talk about Ia, just so visceral in everything he does. You know, it's yeah. just like he, him versus Moxley, and it would just be red. <laughs> just, yes, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> covered and just very painful. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see, like we say, how the NXT UK guys get along. They're doing all right at the moment. They're kind of blended in quite well. Yeah. Uh, but this being with there is uh, wrestlers being released, and it was announced that Bodie Hayward, Sloane Jacobs, Erica Yan, Demoris Griffin, and Ruth Fang have been released. Uh, of course, the only one that we really knew was Bodie Hayward, who again cursed him by saying, "I quite liked him baiting himself off Lex Luger. It would work. Yeah, um, it didn't." <laughs> RJ Chase thanked. Uh, Booty Hayward for his dedication to chase you. But again, another one bites the dust. But with the amount of talent, I can understand, you know, letting him grow and develop. But I think for Booty, maybe something else was there. And there's been no other stories. But even the way he kind of reacted seemed a little bit more to it. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, you know, some of those other names, I'm not saying I know anything. But I'm just saying you can assume with the uh with the imposed deadline that they've been reporting for weeks that maybe some of those people were people that they didn't think improved enough from however long they got the contract. I don't necessarily think that was the case for Bodie. So it's just like what exactly what was it? It definitely seemed a little bit deeper. Uh but you know again I honestly I honestly at first until I looked it up for myself, I thought <laughs> he was just missing. <laughs> and like I said, oh so maybe this is the part of the Duke Angle Duke Duke attacked him and you know in that parking lot somewhere we don't we'll find the footage later or something. But then I looked it up and was like, man, it's been it's been like five episodes. I haven't seen Bodie. <laughs> I like, uh, they, have, they don't even mention him anymore. I'm like, oh, well, he's released. Unless <laughs> unless he really got into the Lex Luger gimmick. That's that's, the only... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so Bodie. Uh, anyway, we move on November 1st and Pretty Deadly, yes boy, interrupt from Breaker. It's a challenge from Breaker and Wesley. Well, that's our main event. And then R-Truth versus Grayson Waller. Truth went for a somersault but got his foot caught on the top rope. His ladder was bad. Yeah. So the referee called for the match. It showed a replay. Uh, not nice to Which see. I hated. Why? What is wrong with him recently? <laughs> like, back in the day, he's crowd the shot and now you're fucking replaying it. Like... Uh, this is right. Our show truth. us Vic and Booker, bro. <laughs> our truth, like, this, this shows why our truth should just stick to like comedy because when he tried saying, uh, but then again, yeah. all joking aside, it is horrible to see, right? It is, and also the thing is, he's always he's been this anomaly anyway because he's well into his 40s and he, for the most part, have avoided 
major, you know, things like that, even though I understand he has been doing mostly comedy over the last five or however long years it's been. Actually, it's probably been longer than that because one of the last few times I can think about truth being really, really serious was almost a decade ago, it feels like. But anyway, uh, it was still great. I, I, I like the idea because, again, I'm one of those people who not only do I appreciate the comedy R-Truth bring, I remember what he was, you know, in his younger days, and I know he can wrestle. Like, I, I watched early days Impact NWA or whatever, so I know what Ron Killings, what R-Truth is about, but, you know, I understand that, you know, something sometimes stuff like that, maybe that particular spot, maybe it's time to, you know, retire that part of your career, you know, diving and all of that, but still, it would have been nice to see that match play out. We both know Truth was going to lose anyway, but it was still would have been nice to see him just back in there, back in a role like that, helping out the young talent, because that's what I'm starting to notice from these main roster cameos. A lot of wrestlers are starting to just, you know, want to come down there and give back. So I thought it would have been a, it's, it's a perfect spot for someone like Truth in this stage of his career. But, yeah, it's definitely sad to see him go down like that. Yeah, I'd say one of the proudest moments in WNR podcast history is on Twitter when we were mentioning Ron Killings as NWA champion and saying he can play serious, and he actually retweeted and liked it, which, again, shows you a really, right. really good guy. Like one of the our podcast's favourite wrestlers. Uh, but, again, it is a shame uh, to see. We then see Kiana James beat Fia uh, Hale. Charlie Dempsey attacked Andre Chase after the bell. There he is. And Duke Hudson to save Let's Charlie. Uh, while making eyes at Hale was Hudson. The Bodie at left field. Bodie actually posted, uh, well up, Brodies, it's your boy. Just was released from WWE. I'm hurt, I'm embarrassed, and I'm just down bad. For the past 18 months, Andre Chase and wrestling has been my whole life. I'm no stranger to adversity. Versus something that's come up my whole life. I've always found a way to get on top. I will do it again. You see, that is not a statement right. for someone that's just been straight up kind of, I don't know. Maybe yeah, reading too bad or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <maybe. laughs> The, the truth, you know, like I said, but being a wrestling fan for X amount of time, you don't believe anything. <laughs> you are exactly fearless. Like. 100%. Like, yeah, you can't trust a damn thing. It's just like, and then another, a great example that has nothing to do with anything, like CM Punk posts these old photos of WWE, and immediately everyone is just. This is it. I'm just like, bro, stop it. Just just wait until something happens. You don't know anything. Just shut up. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. It's like, even like the Montreal screw job. They go, yeah, yeah, it's all fixed. Brett was into it. It's like, hang on a minute. It's like the moon landing in wrestling. We just... Right. <laughs> it's all a plan, Vince, so he can make these con- this content for the for the documentary and for his own. Like, really? Vince planned to get punched in the face. It was all, I, it was a. Hey, I get it. It was dramatic enough, but calm down. But again, that's like it's just who we are as wrestling fans. We don't believe a damn thing. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. Well, see Jones return to NXT and beat Big Body Harvey. Mandy Rose put herself <laughs> over during NXT Women's Championship celebration alongside yes, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. 371 days, and I would never have guessed it. You listened to nope. me when I said, if she pins EO, we're never doing an update. <laughs> And it's like 371 days later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And you've come around a little bit. Like she's, like I said, she's improved. She's coming. The thing that kind of got me about this is like, man, I think WWE proud of what they're doing too. Video package. <laughs> <for a rap. laughs> just, just because she, 
Like, damn, okay. I get it, you know, but all right, whatever. But uh, like I said, I, I give her the utmost respect, at least for it. When you think about, like you said, she was 100% right. Everyone thought of her the same way. I candy, 100%. That's it. And if you think Mandy Rose right now, after all the work they've done over the last 371, like you just said, and before that, if you think that's the same Mandy Rose who was, you know, with Otis, then, man, you are missing a lot. I, I do. I want to say this, too. If you've been, if you just stopped watching WWE for like three years, <laughs> I know you come and look at NXT like, what the hell? Mandy Rose? What? <laughs> 371? So, yeah. No, she's, she's done a great job as far as changing what people thought about her. Even though some people, you know, still doubt her as they should. She is, like I said, I'm not trying to make it seem like she's top level, but she definitely had one of the greatest women's reigns. So far, uh, in a long, in a while now, so yeah, I give well, a props. Right, well, and this is a WWE smugly just saying, yeah, we have long title reigns now. Like, that's, just, <laughs> yeah. that's what we do. Exactly. We don't care about the US title, but every other one. Like, we, yeah. we, we, we <laughs> Everybody else, you know, yeah. had one but, go around. But uh, Randy Rose, yeah, I put respect on her name now. But smoke suddenly erupted. Now, before I attack toxic attraction, sent Dolan for a table. She promised to win the title <laughs> in two weeks. Well, we know she's good on her promises. Scripps left another foreboding uh, message for the performance center. I wonder who that could yeah. be. Me, Indy, yeah. <laughs> Indy Hartwell beats Zoe Stark. As Hurricane said, what's up with that? But then again, <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose. It was a story there. It was a story, but I got you. <laughs> for us, to be in her corner, but Fear McMahon told him to stay in the back. She was seen watching this from a be- behind the couch while she was sleeping. Valentina Frost lost to Cora Jade. I do miss the old Sanga. Because, like, how many giants are like, you could do anything you want. Right. I wish I had a Sanga so in positive. my life. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, he was sharp. He was positive. Like, you know, it was like, he was totally different than what we're used to seeing. Like, I agree. He was way more interesting in that way. You know, now... Veer's like, uh-uh, we're supposed to be foreign, quiet, and angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine Sanger in the corner here. It's like, oh, we've got seven episodes. You guys can do these seven episodes. Right. And it's going to be the best podcast. Do you want a team? <laughs> do, you want a, do you want a drink? No, no Sanger, I'm all right. We'll just do the pod. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I miss him. Uh, main event, NXT Tag Team Championship. Pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Versus Brumbake and Wesley. Ruling with Ethan Prince outside. Carmella Hayes dumped Wesley to the floor, allowing Kit Wilson to steal the pinfall. After the surprise <laughs> finish, Von fucking Wagner caught Breaker of course. with a big boot. Uh, side plate check. A lot going on after, but pretty deadly delivered. Another great match. Uh, hope mm-hmm. they're featured on Deadline. I love Prince selling, but I think Mello did, out- <laughs> did outsell everyone. Uh, <laughs> towards the end of this match then there are pieces there Bron, good, Pretty Deadly, good Carmella Hayes, good it's just, Wesley, good it's just, you know what I mean, it's not all together yet right, yeah, yeah exactly, 100% uh, everyone involved you know, executed their spot executed everything the way it's supposed to be but you know how, you know how that goes we are again. I think uh, I do love them using Pretty Deadly in this spot too. You know, even if uh, you know, even if it is seemingly, if you look at the oh, oh, the outcome, it really just set up 
more storytelling when it comes to contenders, when it comes to uh, Wesley and Braun Breaker's next challenges. But that's what I'm saying. It was a smart way to involve them while also just getting pretty deadly on our TV screens, being another team, by the way, and a team of champions that they can add to that list. They've already bragged they've beaten everyone in the tag division, which, as you can see, if that's the case, that means it's only like three teams. Yeah. <laughs> Fight for another team to form. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to wait for somebody else to show up. But yeah, but still, uh, it was a great use of everyone involved, like you said, because they all have things going on. So I did like that yeah. element. Right, uh, we'll move on November 8th and the schism starts the show. F- Hopefully for us, it's the end of the Grimes-Gacy feud. Joe is allowed <laughs> to wear pants now. Finally. You've got to imagine that Vince is like, there is no way in hell that boy is wearing pants. <laughs> Please, Trips, go on then. I mean, you know, schism on the way up. See, I was going to say there's another thing Ava Rain apparently is before. <laughs> Everyone wears pants like my dad. That's... <laughs> she shows up and now he's in trunks. <laughs> like a regular wrestler. That uh, that whole sleeveless uh, button-up and pants combination got tired really fast, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. He is going for the Husky Harris attire. Right, yeah. <laughs> something nothing wrong with that. And the obvious lack of help for Grimes led to Gacy winning, or mm-hmm. as I call it, he pulled a McIntyre. Um, I hate, <laughs> hate to say this as well, but Grimes has outstayed his welcome in NXT. When you yes. go back for the LA Knight feud to how hot he was and the, the terrible kind of North American title reign and how all mm-hmm. that happened, it's just like what they do, it, it makes you think he's going to be the next round of releases if he's not called up sooner or later. I was just about to say, either the next round of that or the next round, next round of, free, of becoming a free agent or the next round of being on Raw and SmackDown. And you're 100% right. I feel like if they would, if you would have pulled the trigger on Grimes around that time, post-LA night feud, he may, you know, who knows what kind of pop. He may not have been the, the immediate, like, knowledge of him pop, but he could, he would have had way much more to build off of because of all that momentum he had at the time. But like you said, they've done so much over the last few months of just trying to kind of undercut and 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 now it's to the point to where other than advancing the story for other characters, what is Grimes' role? Like, we've seen him against the Braun Breaker. We've seen him, you know, like you just mentioned, fail really to deliver as the North American champion. So you don't really necessarily want him to rehash that. Like, what's next for him? Do, do he just form a random team and try to go out the pretty dead? Like, seriously, like, what else in NXT is there for him to do? A lot of his, a lot of the people that we can associate Cameron Grimes with, like you said, L.A. Knight. Uh, uh, what, what I was just about to say, L.A. Knight and Dexter Loomis. Yeah, there you go, Dexter Loomis. So everyone you associate a lot of his strongest moments, pretty much, are already called up. So it's like, which one is it? Are you going to pull the trigger and take a chance on him? Which I think me and you both know if he's given a chance to just do what he does. He can shine, but. Are, are they not confident in it? Do they not like the character work? Do they not believe in him, you know, in some way, shape, or form? It's on, only time will tell, but yeah, I agree 100%. It's kind of crazy when you think about just how, how positive me and you both were on the work Cameron Grimes was doing. And then it just seems like over the last six months or however long it's actually been, they've done whatever they can to just turn that momentum to the point now he's not, not even 
He was was he even mentioned when they were talking about building up this Iron Survivor, which we'll get into. Like I don't even know if they mentioned him in the uh, Legends uh, table thing or whatever. But we'll talk about it. The point is, I, I'm with you, man. Grimes is definitely falling from grace, and it's really tough to watch because I think he is a top tier talent, especially with his work. Yeah, I think without a shadow of a doubt, it was interesting to see what happens with him. We had Alexa Lopez beat Saul Rooker. Indy attacked after and is apparently doing things her way now. Alba Fire pulled up on JC Jane and nearby Moore and attacked her during a video call with Mandy Rose. Andre Chase versus Charlie Dempsey. Dempsey wrestled Chase to the mat with an arm trap submission, transitioning to crossface. Duke Hudson threw in a towel for his mentor. Vic said Dempsey has a regal style, which again, good work from Vic, but the story kind of with Duke. Was he protecting Chase? Or was he trying to you know, get one over in him? It's very, very interesting. Chanham stacks Lorenzo, beat Hank Walker. Uh, we see the Grayson Waller effect. And the host antagonizing Bron Baker. But the NXT champ was focused on Von Wagner. Two men stood face-to-face -face and Breaker knocked out Mr. Stone for trying to get us involved. Trying to get involved. Just put us out of a misery, you know? Even the best thing Booker <laughs> T and Grayson said is Von is tall. That's the best that yes. they could come like, up with. Bro, I, I wondered, did you notice that? Did you notice that that was literally word for word almost similar to what you did one time when you said, you, I think one, I don't know if it was this show or it was a joint show, you asked me to say one nice thing about Von Wagner. <laughs> and the only thing I could think of was that he was tall. And the fact that Booker T, someone who knows this being, someone whose job it is, is to put over heel so far. He's supposed to be putting over Von Wagner. And the only thing he can think of is, you know what, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just can't believe it. Uh, and it's the first time Wagner mentioned his dad, Wayne Bloom, uh, if anybody doesn't By the way, it. very Googled after that. The first time, if you really look look up, you can look up it now. Von Wagner's dad is what pop up. A lot of people were searching for who, the, who his father was after he mentioned it. Well, the thing is about, you can't compare the Steiners to the Beverly yes. Brothers. Like, Come on, bro. It's not, it's not fair. All I can remember is they faced the Bush in 92. That's, that's kind of their biggest achievement. Yeah. But then Come again, you know, fair play. He's, he's like, I didn't use my father's name. He's like, well. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Don't yeah. make me say it. You know, it's like, who's your dad? Gene Snitsky. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Guy who kicked a, a baby <laughs> across the arena. I don't kick babies, but you know, my dad taught me a lot of stuff about. Uh, but we move on. Hope you brush your teeth. No. Oh, Man, they had bad gimmicks. <laughs> God, this feet, wasn't it? Yeah, feet, bad teeth, oh. kicking baby. Why? Why did he not make it? Like, <laughs> right? He could have been a star. What Imagine happened? Him and Heidenreich, like missed opportunities. <laughs> they really are. Uh, <laughs> Well, we've got Jordan Devlin versus A-Kid, the complete opposite of those two wrestlers. Uh, yes. JD twisted the left knee of Axiom. Like, it popped. Despite Axiom's refusal to quit, referee stopped the match. And this even warned everyone on the roster to get on his level, including Apollo Crews. I've not seen an Irish whip into a backside by A-Kid, as we saw here. But top <laughs> quality. NXT UK lives again. But JD just keeps snapping and cracking. Yes. I love it. You know what? It reminds me of the wrestling I grew up with. You know, that 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 viciousness 
of trying to hurt people is something that, like, maybe now, I guess modern-wise, Randy Orton was kind of the one who did most of it or a lot of it, you know, the last decade or so. But when I was growing up, you know, like in the, in the mid-2000s or whatever, everyone knows Edge, Triple H, all of those guys had that, that notch to where it's like, ah, we can beat you, but no, we want to hurt you. And that and that is the thing that J.D. is kind of – he is centering himself on that and being the guy who's going to take guys out to get what he wants. And I, and I don't know. It's just it's very simple stuff, and I like it. I really, really like it. And I told you this once before. He plays an asshole or a dick, however you want to describe him. He plays that too perfectly. So it's like he's one of those guys I probably we would, we would never see the Irish Ace as a baby face. He's so good at doing this. And then you get him in there with a guy like A-Kid who's able to do so much. And I just want to give Sean and everyone their props. They stopped showing the little stupid vignettes and talking about mouth. And they kind of just let him be a kid with a mask. And I think if you notice, he's starting to get more and more over with the crowd there because they're just letting him wrestle and be, like I said, a kid with a mask instead of doing all those you know, weird equations and all that other stuff that didn't really make a lot of sense. That's fine. But let him be himself, even though you, you have to put him in a mask. I like that. I got to give him props for that. But this is this, like you said, this is fantastic stuff. Damon Kemp had to fight Brutus for five minutes because he lost to Julius. Brutus got his hands on the steel chair and smacked Kemp back with it, causing him to be disqualified. Payback is a Brutus. After the match was over, Brutus got the next <laughs> Kemp with the chair. Sanger and Veer Mahan appeared on the stage to stare down the Creed brothers. I don't mind Brutus and Julius. Like I know they're not there yet, but this is exactly what developmental is for, you know? Yeah, I agree. Same thing with Damon, you know, and everyone. Yeah, I think everyone involved here <laughs> could, uh, you know, could use uh, seasoning here. So I, I, I agree with you. But uh, at the end of the day, I do think it, it comes. Now I wonder, though, is this how this ends? Or are they done with Damon now? Did you just hit him in the back <laughs> once or twice? Or, wasn't it with just one character? I think it. He did, he did not lay into it enough when you think about what Damon said and was doing, but you know, whatever. It was it was fine though. I agree with you, uh, <laughs> and it was fine. Yeah, uh, well, we get the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship: Charles and Carter versus Nikita Lyons, perverts, and Zoe Stark. Charles and Carter had an answer at every stage of this match. After the champions mm-hmm. took out Lions, they hit the net break of four fifty splash to win. Afterwards, Zoe Stark attacked Lions. Laying out with a running knee. Now, couldn't even team, wait till the next week. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> all women in AEW love each other, and every yeah. woman in NXT hates each other. Hate each other. Like, there is no yeah. tag teams in NXT because they keep turning on each other. Like, Roxanne and Wendy, Roxanne and Wendy are literally the only two <laughs> faces at this point almost that's, that stands alone. It's not the champion. At this like everyone else has, has, you know, I guess Nikita count too now, but yeah, everyone else pretty much has, has turned their backs on someone. It's like, if you look at the history of the NXT women's tag division, like Gonzalez and Kai. No, that turned up. Any team, apart from Toxic Attraction, at Toxic Attraction. Is, is kind of cursed. It's uh, funny, they keep saying they're the most decorated team. And I'm like, well, they're all the ones who didn't, who haven't turned on each other. <laughs> so it makes sense. I just don't understand what. But then again, I understand it's an easy way 
to build uh, a story. But yeah. when it's so close to what Rox and Jade are doing, you know, it just, I just it come up with something else. <laughs> Very similar, and they don't even have the history of it. You know, I mean, they they were friends through uh, what Zoe's injury, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, they don't. But it was it's very similar. It's very similar stuff. As a matter of fact, now that you mention uh, that story, it's also similar kind of to Tony and uh <laughs> and Jamie's story. They w like you know friends, and then things change automatically. But you know, at least we'll get into it next week. But Zoe start trying to explain it a little bit first. But this is the <laughs> thing, isn't it? It's like, get the the Chumper Gagano story. I know it's you know men's, but like the yeah, partners. Yeah finally having enough and then it's like you know okay well rocks and jade you know well they knew each other since we were teenagers hate and storm well they lived together oh <laughs> what about starks and you know uh lions well they team for two weeks like you're honestly right. gonna get a team form at the start of a show and break up at the end <laughs> beginning be like why do you like him i got tired in those two hours you know, that yeah. hour I had to spend with them was just too uh, much. I forgot her partner, but Valentina and Farrah ought to watch out. I forgot her partner's <laughs> name right now, but when she comes back, they lose one tag title match. It's over. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. Uh, we move on to uh, November 15th. NXT title match starts us off. Bron Baker versus Von fucking Wagner. Luckily for us, Bron retained with a spear. And JD confronted Breaker backstage, telling him we're not done. So we've got Von Wagner as a legitimate threat, done and over. Looks like JD's back in the picture. Good news all round. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, glad we got this out of the way. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, they, they, they thought any of us wanted to see. You, as a matter of fact, if you watch the, uh, the end of this match, the, the adulation across everyone in that arena. <laughs> He was just so widespread. No one wants Von Wagner to win the championship. I saw this one guy, though, this one guy. Every time Von Wagner did a move, this one guy in the crowd was very, very excited. And I just want to let that guy know, you know, uh, yeah, you were alone. So <laughs> it was, it was, he's literally one guy. I didn't see anyone else happy about anything Von Wagner did. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I give Von Wagner some props, I guess, a little bit. He did. You know, do a couple of things, but the, the problem with Von Wagner is that the nicest things he do is stuff I've I've seen other people do better. <laughs> That's my yes. problem with Von Wagner. Like he chokes down him on the steps, and Von Wagner does that in such a fashion where I'm like, ah, yeah, it was nice, but he did it. <laughs> this is insane. It's just nothing from that. I'll be going to detail a little bit in a minute, but like, yeah, yeah, it's just even when he hit his finisher, you know, the fans didn't care. Like they no. knew this wasn't gonna. There was no way. Bron no one bought in. Like exactly, lose. he put Braun through hell for a little bit there, and no one bought in. Zoe, Zoe Stark told the world she was done sporting anyone else, especially the Keita Lions perverts. He called her. She called herself undeniable and a problem for everyone in the locker room. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> that makes sense. You know, Zoe, because you have been around yeah. for what a year. <laughs> you, you're a rookie last year. <laughs> Got injured for a year. Right. But no, yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> and she was so insulted that Nikita was like, I, I don't blame you for not being medically clear. When it's like, well, uh, she was just so insulted. Like, she's just so much tenure, so much more tenure. Like, you got the nerve to tell me that. It's like, Zoe, calm down. You yeah. guys probably got six months of difference in, when it comes to 
<laughs> Getting out of the performance center, like what? What are you, what are you doing? Coming from a woman who, who jumps on the back of EO to make a worthwhile, right? <laughs> Come on, bro! <laughs> you literally did the same thing. <laughs> um, destroyed two jobbers. NXT have had great success with monsters teams. You know, going back to Authors mm-hmm. of Pain, or you know, even Sanity. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. It's just when they get to the main roster. That's that's yeah. the only issue. That's um, the problem. But let's veer away from evil foreigners. Yeah? I, okay. I know there was something there for people. But again, evil foreigners does not work at this time. I agree. I just They don't even have to be like like you already have shown us that song does not have to be this way. <laughs> so like it's like that's nice the worst dude. part about it. Yeah, song <laughs> don't have to be this way. And then you you saw the you saw the way the people lo- was loving Veer for no man, Veer literally got seven million views on his debut. <laughs> it's in the top five most watched videos this year. This year, year. Yeah. yes, that's insane. Like they don't have to go back to just being, you know, like you just mentioned, ra- random, you know, angry foreign heels. Like they can do more, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, we'll. I-, I doubt they're gonna give it a switch. I think it's one of those things. Was like. Ah, we have Veer back. We have Song here. Ah, let's just go back and do share. We never really finished <laughs> what we were trying to do with that anyway. Uh, it's just it's kind of lazy to me. That's what it is. It's lazy. Well, you would think Apollo would avoid JD with his, you know, history of bleeding <laughs> orifices and appendages, but uh, <laughs> somehow managed to survive, get the win against McDonough, mm-hmm. which makes him next in line, and Bron stared him down to prove it. we've got proof that's all I'm saying Booker T kept ordering the contract sign and made sure Wesley, Hayes and Trip Williams stay contained, even after the sign he made it clear there'd be no action until next week, Mello had a fantastic line saying that Lee's best was only Mello's star Mello don't miss and you were on that train straight away, I jumped on it after a few stops <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had you had to make sure to make sure yeah. was, you know stay on the real. I get it. You know, I lost a lot of yeah. talent during that time. <laughs> when, you know, it was like yeah, they're gonna mess this up. I get it. I I was on it though, like you said, from the probably before, during the breakout tournament when I really started to see it. Oh yeah, never mind. This guy, he he already has a formula that I like, so he's, he can only get better, and that's what he's done. Just improve, improve. He had another great line. Like saying, I will force our first 48 you in front of all these witnesses, and nobody <laughs> will do a thing. And I was just like, ah, oh, he's just so cold blooded. I love it. I love it. And him, and, and also, by the way, another guy who I don't, he may not have it all in the ring, but Trick, when it comes to these segments or just his character work, it's, it's funny. I've never, usually, they, usually you get the ring down first and you have trouble <laughs> with your talking and character work, but he obviously went the reverse route. And uh, he added something to this stuff too, even with having uh, Wesley having to shut him up and the facial expressions he was making. So I, I like this segment all around, even with Booker T being the peacekeeper. I, it made me think that all of it takes for people not to fight at contract signs is Booker T to tell them not to. We need him in every contract sign, right? Yeah, well, that's how, <laughs> like, the way he kept business. But like you mentioned with Trick, it's he needs to be by Hayes' side for a good, you know, not a few years maybe, but 
don't let them turn on NXT if they come up to the main roster. Yeah. Have them together because, like I said, they click so well. And again, not comparing Hayes to Shawn Michaels, but the Shawn Michaels Diesel yes, the dynamic. Diesel. Mm-hmm. Of, I you get know, it. You're not a good worker, but he's a cool. He's a cool. He's a cool guy standing right. behind the champ. You know, and you can you can imagine Hayes as Intercontinental US Champion, whatever mm-hmm. it is, with that going on. Uh, like I said, really good stuff. The Dyad defeated Briggs Jensen. At least Briggs lost. And then Michaels announced <laughs> NXT Deadline will feature a brand new match in which five wrestlers will face off in men's and women's <sighs> Iron Survivor Challenge matches. The winner mm-hmm. will be the one to score the most falls in 25 minutes. But don't forget, if you just get pinned, you've got the dreaded penalty box. Uh, this is just like... Yeah, we've taken war games. Just make something up. <laughs> Just make something else up. Right. Uh, Iron Man Championship Scramble is what it sounds like. That's, that's, that's what it sounds like. I'm so... It's one thing I got to ask you. Please tell me you understand this. So they come in every five minutes, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but if but it's 25 minutes, it's whole long. So you last or you no. just screw? Like, 15. how does this work? Yeah, hang on a minute. So the <laughs> two competitors will start. So that would be fifteen minutes. So the last okay, person, so yeah, yeah, last person's gonna have got ten. You, so you got ten minutes left. Yeah. You last. Yeah, there you go. That's what was confusing me the other day. I was like, hold on, hold on, my mouth off, but I thought I forgot two people started without having to wait. Okay, got you. <laughs> Great point. All right, we're done. Uh, yeah, confusing stuff. I'm just ready to see. this. This is what I want to say about this. This is one of those things that when he was talking about it, I couldn't visualize. It, so I'm like. After I watch it, maybe maybe it'll make sense. Even though I'm pretty sure one or both of these matches will still be a mess in some way. Oh fucking hell yeah! You just like you, you, these are competitors. You're thinking, well, that'll be alright to start with, but he's going to fuck it up. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, something is going to fuck up. It's why not just yeah. use a scramble, like you said. But it, I think right. it's, just, it's just like a championship scramble, apart from you don't become an interim champion. But again, that's I don't want to confuse anybody. And then right. the only difference is if you get pinned. You're in a public I'm very, I'm pretty sure that's like a TNA match as well, where they yeah. got like pinned, putting a, but you had to go on the impact. You had to like climb the ladder and put the belt on there. You know what they're, they're like, <laughs> like they're always they're, they're the company that has like the reverse battle royal, like yeah, exactly. get in the ring. So <laughs> just that's impact. We want a silly gimmick. Like what have you got? And they're like, what about Ultimate X? Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I would say, and it just reeks of a match that they were just begging to say, "We're we going to do something no one's ever done." First time so, ever. So let's <laughs> just blend it. You're right. Let's just blend things that we have done before. <laughs> see if it makes sense. Yeah. A hell of a trumble match. That's what we're gonna do. Just doesn't make any sense. But we, like I said, we we'll hold we we'll hold out till we find the participants. Indy Hartwell yeah. beat Tate and Paxley. So after laughing at Indy, looks like she's being serious and has picked up a few victories on the previous NXTs. Mm-hmm. And with NXT and Diamond Mines track record, I'm just waiting for Tatum to turn an Ivy. We've, we've talked about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's or happen. Ivy to turn on all of yep. them. Something, yeah, yeah, something's going to happen. I agree. With that track record, I wouldn't put it past any of it. It's something's gonna, Something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, without a shadow. <laughs> well, the main event, sticking with the women, is the women's championship. Last women standing, Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. Alba Fire finally had Mandy Rose alone and dominated this brutal fight. However, she's a challenger prepared for a 
Everton bomb off a ladder outside. Isla Dawn arrived, missed her, kind of, and sent her through the announce table. But I was able to get back up, allowing Rose to retain. A shame Alba didn't win, but we love Isla Dawn. Far did take a good, a good looking bumps here, but like I said, the story mm-hmm. was more about Isla uh, making her debut and Mandy Rose continuing the reign. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's all about saving that reign for a couple of more, uh, however long they're gonna keep pushing it. And uh, yeah, debuting Isla Dawn on top of the ladder. Uh, very, very uh, witch-like laughter and the flickering lights. I, you know, again, it was awesome to see her. We mentioned all the time here next to UK how we were, uh, you know, that she was one of the most, especially the work towards the end. Man, she was really one of the most compelling women on television consistently. So uh, it, it'd be definitely nice uh, to see what she's gonna do now that she's probably now gonna be full-time NXT, like a lot of the other NXT UK uh, people. But uh, honestly, the only thing I, I don't like about it is it's shocking and as great as it was to see her, the explanation for doing any of it is just like, I guess because she's so out there, you don't need one. And I guess that's kind of <laughs> how they went, went about it. But it just still kind of felt very, very random. So besides being happy to see her, the, random, the randomness of it all was not lost on me. But I did, like I said, like you, like you mentioned, they did work really, really hard. Thing that kind of took away from the entire match overall is that not for one second did I think Alba was gonna was gonna win it, even with all the odds in her favor. It's just this they've done this before with Mandy, where she's alone and it seems like you know things are not gonna you know things are not gonna go her way, and she still finds a way. So, but it was still fun, fun riding. Like you said, very awesome to see Alba done here, and her and uh, Alba Fire should should be a fun fun time. You know, so I'm, I'm I was looking forward to that. November 22nd, Toxic Attraction, boring promo to start. Cora Jade beat Wendy Chu after hitting her with a drink. Did the referee think Wendy shit and or pissed herself? That is my only assumption. Match. How how did he not notice it? Did he just go, yep, she had an accident? <laughs> yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Apollo Crews uh, was nicking Gina's gimmick, looking into the future. Uh, <laughs> speaking of future, future endeavoured Kiana James lost to Ivy Nile. The Creed brothers celebrate with Nile, called out in the show for deadline. Nile was not happy about that. Um, and another thing, it's weird. Amateur wrestlers going into professional wrestlers equals lisps. I think Kurt Angle's the only one without That's a lisp. True. You know, all of the That's others. A good point. Yeah, thank to look forward. Uh, so, <laughs> Dawn said the voice is called her to Alba Fire. I'll take that. After weeks of outright threats to NXT, the performance yeah. center scripts <laughs> debuted. Oh boy, oh. we we thought Axiom's mastery. <laughs> <laughs> the most meaningless <laughs> mask ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Reggie. It's Reggie. Yes. <laughs> you know what oh, the worst part is? He came out and did his little his little roll flip or whatever, and I immediately knew. It it's like he did before he put his face dead in the camera. <laughs> I knew it was. Then he's writing. What is the right? What does that matter? Why is he writing in the air? Why is that his time? <laughs> I honestly, it has 
it has to be a rib <laughs> on him. Like there is no other way. They, they, yeah. If this gets over, then I just I don't know. I agree. It's just I agree. yeah. He beat Guru <laughs> Raj, but bloody hell. Uh, Charlie Dempsey questioned the jitsu of the locker room, putting over his old school professional wrestling focus. Like it. I made a lot of good points too. Yeah. I love it. I like you know I love it. <laughs> it <don't matter. laughs> so he start beat so Ruka. Nikita Lyons, perverts, came out afterwards to fight Stark and sent her reeling. NXT Tag Team Championship, pretty deadly. Yes boy. Versus Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. Uh Chase <laughs> took a beat in this match, setting up Duke for the hot tag. However, Hudson accidentally big booted Chase and kitted it with Elton took advantage to hit spilt milk on Chase for the win. Uh, Deadly are bringing their A game. Hudson actually working with Chase, but was it intentional, Monty? Was it intentional? I mean, we'll. I'm gonna save my <laughs> because he literally, basically confirmed it almost. <laughs> The next week, but yeah, 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 no, yeah no, we'll say my maybe, maybe not, uh, maybe not, yeah, maybe not. No. main event NXT North American Championship Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes. Lee earlier tricked Williams into letting Melo go it alone. Hayes bought his best in this match, but it was not enough. The NXT North American Champ had an answer for everything, hitting handspring back kick into a Michinoku driver. For a victory, and then the animation for a jail cell opening showed on stage screen. Lee turned around to see the former T Bar, now returned to his old name, Dijak. He planted the champ, feast your eyes. Uh, as this match is NXT match of the year candidate, without that, mm-hmm. neither put a foot wrong. I like the trousers for Mello as well. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the new gear, man. It was mm-hmm. nice, it was nice, nice switch up. He does it like, like, kind of like when he was still champion. As you can see, whenever he has a big match, he uh, he steps it up and try. He makes again. It's kind of like we say about Swerve and other guys. When, when you really have that star power, you can draw someone to know. Oh, this is important, and that's what Melo does. When Melo comes out and he has the uh, the thing when it comes to uh, whatever he's going to put on the Tron, or when he has his uh, gear on, you know that okay, big time stuff is about to happen. And like you mentioned, even with Wesley being able to come over the boulder in his in his entrance and uh, kind of you know having a little bit, it just felt like it felt like something that should have probably been on a takeover mm-hmm. <laughs> with the with the presentation of it. And then, uh, like you said, just let them go in there and just show you guys, show everyone what they can do. Just two awesome athletes, and I love uh, you know Wesley picking up the victory because again, you know, uh, so because of what happened to Cameron Grimes. Melo's always kind of had this whole thing of where he's still the champion, even without the belt. And I think this is a great way, giving him a definitive, giving Wesley a definitive victory as champion. This is, and he t- took out, uh, you know, Trick, who tried to come out later on. So, again, just it was definitive. It was a great way to just cap off everything that Wesley and uh, Carmelo has had going on with each other. And, uh, yeah, man, it, was just, it also, again, Melo did not look bad in defeat. So, it was just great. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh- Melo's effortless on the ropes, and Lee was literally crawl- clawing his way back into the match. Like on on the mat, it was great. We've been a fan of him for a long time. Let's hope he has a great reign. But like I said, with Dijak showing up, maybe not that long. And yeah, Melo definitely needs gold True. in the future as well. 
We'll move on. November 29th, Roxanne Perez beat Indy Hartwell. And just like that, Indy had a good match. Give Rox the belt now. Just give it her. If she can right? get a good match from Indy, take it. Yeah, and, and, and like, uh, again, I don't know if it was because they both was in front of Booker T where they, kind of, you know, all trained it. Both, you know, kind of had time training it. I don't know what it was, but, yeah, it's just the chemistry and everything. The, the time that Indy was given here. I thought it was a really, really competitive contest. And uh, it's funny. We kind of singled her out. I think, I don't know if that was the last batch of reviews where we kind of was like, man, Indy's going to have to step it up or whatever. And it, it seems like now, uh, you know, especially when you give her that type of match, uh, it, it maybe finally Indy can match up with her popularity. Because, you know, people love Indy. But as far as, like, her work and as far as her success – me and you both have pointed out that she's definitely been lacking. But, yeah, I agree. Roxy, as you can see, prodigy like we mentioned. She's a prodigy. And, like, if she can get matches out of people who were struggling to be consistent like that already, again, like we always marvel at her age, 21, man, the future is just too bright to even look. You can't even look forward for Roxy. The future is that bright for her. Without a doubt. Die Jack. Boyd, Dante Chen, he then cut a promo afterwards, warned Poor everyone Dante. he would bring pain to NXT <laughs> safe haven. You can honestly call him Bron's older brother and people would buy it. Like, I mean, is it racist, Monty, to say all white people the same? But honestly, that they could be the Steiner brothers 2.0. I mean, they could be twins. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about that is uh, also, I don't know, you know, not only do they look like, especially with the the deep tan that everyone gets down there, they also, the only thing that would mess them up as a team is the fact that every time Dijak talks, he, he has to go into Terminator mode for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my goodness, look at, all, look at the way, look at all that base and aggressiveness. <laughs> but, now, again, I, now, you don't want to look like Dijak and then, you know, sound unimposing, so I get it. But still, uh, yeah, but no, you're right. They, they actually favor each other a little bit too <laughs> well. It's kind of, it's, it's weird. Maybe it's the haircut, but yeah. It's, no. it's a dye job, isn't it? It's whatever, whatever yeah. color, they are both using the same color hair dye. That's what, look- now, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Duke Hudson faced... Um, Grayson Waller, and he struggled to keep himself composed in this match. Hudson also booted via Hale, who's at ringside, but stopped himself just short. Chase questioned how Hudson stopped himself this time and found him last week. Didn't help that Duke was saying, I can stop any time. Any time. Any time. Any time. Really? Distractions led to Grayson Waller picking up the win, but like. I think I know what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If you want to ask me that question again <laughs> early, <laughs> I think he pretty much just confirmed uh, with that boot on purpose. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I also want to point out that, again, like I say, as cool as that finisher may look, look at what Grayson Waller needs <laughs> to set up that finisher. <laughs> So he can get out of the ring again and surprise you. <laughs> I'm always talk about it. It's so funny how he slips out of the other side off camera. It looks cool out of nowhere, but it's still like you need. He's just gonna always have to win by distraction. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it! <Yeah. laughs> 
That's what it should be called to finish it, like winner by distraction. But, um, <laughs> right. We see Keanu James beat Fallon Henley. Lyra Valkyrie is coming. Uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the former... <laughs> <laughs> the former the most difficult name, Ether, uh, uh, or spelled Aofi. I'm surprised they changed it. Um, yeah, I can't but, believe it. Uh, yeah. weird. But so she, catchy, such a, you know... <laughs> but she is coming to NXT. Action return to beat Harvey Barnell. Big body Harvey has something. Because he was quite funny. He was listening yeah. to the wrestlers that were injured. He was saying he didn't want to take part <laughs> in it. But is it enough? I like Am I going to start getting invested in him only to be released in a couple of months? Right. <laughs> right. You know, it, like, it makes you wonder, especially when you come in already with the comedy thing. It, it makes me wonder, like, are the people are the people booking this already laughing at you and don't take you seriously enough and that's why you're in this line? Or are you just really talented but you just so happen to be very funny too? So they wanted to use that side of you. It's, you know, it's always that that trickiness whenever someone is kind of meant to make you laugh so far. But uh, I, I definitely saw a little flashes of potential though, especially in the ring with a guy like Axiom. So we'll you know we'll, we'll have to give it time with with, with Hobby. But I, I agree with you. I like so far. What, what he's been doing as far as a character goes. He's been entertaining. Whenever whenever he has a little promo, I stop to listen yeah. <laughs> so I can, you know, get the little gags, and I think that's a good sign so far. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, Pretty Deadly, yes, boy, have a Christmas story for us. Yay! But we have to wait till next week. Boo. Apollo Crews and Bron had breakfast. Nice. Uh, JD versus Julius Creed. Sanger and Veer arrived to watch the match closely. JD was more interested in hurting Julius than winning. The Irishman sprang at Julius with steel chair, but Sanger pushed the Creed brother out of the way. He's still a nice guy. And this caused a DQ. <laughs> Arthur was in despair, explained they wanted the Creed brothers at 100%, 100%. for NXT deadline. Yeah, 100%. Von fucking Wagner beat Malik Blade. Uh, how has he regressed? I mean, we've mentioned Von Wagner, but like... <laughs> He just couldn't do anything right here. Is he smiling? Oh. Is he angry? Like, what, what, <laughs> what's going on? I don't understand. Can't even hit a clothesline. Oh. Yeah, it, it, this, was, this was rough. This was really, really rough. Especially, specifically when you know this is literally put here to give him his heat back. Everybody knows why they're doing this. We're doing this because he just lost the title, man. And he got to, you know... Show everyone he's still Von Wagner or whatever, but and unfortunately he showed everyone he's still <laughs> Wagner. And yeah, I agree. I don't understand how someone can be featured so heavily and forced down our throats, and like you said, still makes those type of those mistakes. And you know, so you know, again, I'm not. I understand. I think I heard this very. This is a perfect opportunity for me to use this. It's gonna sound harsh, but it's not. I promise you. It's a joke, but it's 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 not a joke. <laughs> anyway, MJF said in an interview that he really gets mad when people talk about say a match is not good or whatever because of the risk that wrestlers do and that they put up this they're risking their life all the time to you know to do anything in the ring with us is a risk and I get that and I do wanna acknowledge that that I understand that. But damn, when it's Von Wagner, it's hard. <laughs> the, only, the only risk Van Wa- Ron Wagner takes is on other people's lives. Like, exactly. surviving watching him. Like, he's he almost dropping Malik on his head. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Well, he's probably more dangerous to others than himself right now. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, the Bond... suicide rate has gone up during his matches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tuesday's like spiking. At his... <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. It's like what's frustrating, though, and I think people listen to this, you know, but oh, what? Is that the guy has everything? And this is the thing. Right. If we were built, if I was built like Von Wagner, I would be a wrestler and I would be doing it right. You know, if you want a monster, be a monster. Don't go off your feet. Use power moves, you know. Be angry. Exactly. If you're going to smile, smile in the kind of. JD is a perfect guy. With that kind of mm-hmm. glare and glint in his eye and smile of want to hurt you. That's what Von Wagner should be. Not this just kind of floaty bloke. I can't <laughs> explain. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like... and then like you mentioned, everything about him is still generic too. Like they had, they had plenty of time to give him a something, a phrase, something he's known for. I mean... Nothing. He's still all of the times he's thrown people through over announce tables and all this type of stuff he was doing. They still cannot manage to give him anything for someone to latch on to. That's another thing. He shut you know, like NXT he... UK down. You know when he came away for the match. <laughs> That's that a good point. <laughs> yeah, he come over and now they just instead of. You know, um, continuing to trade talent, they're just, ah, no, nah, we're just going to close this all down. No, nothing. <laughs> burn it. We're, we're going to have to burn it. Burn... <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Von Wagner touch. Just burn everything. Just, right, 2.0, burn it. Just anything. Briggs um, and Jensen tag champions. Ah, yeah, you got to get rid of this. <laughs> That's what exactly. That is what the end of days looks like. Uh, but we then move on, of course. And we see after consulting X Puck, Road Dog, Lunge, Blaze, and Molly Holly. May I say, Blaze and Holly are looking great. Uh, Shawn Michaels yeah. came to a, a choice on the four best men and women for the NXT Iron Survivor Challenge. For the men, Kamala Hayes, Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, and Joe Gacy get the first four spots. Von fucking Wagner. No good would face off for the final place. Um, yeah, it's a bit. It's like. <laughs> Which way are you going with this? I wonder if, you know. <laughs> and then on the women's side, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Zoe Stark, and Kiana James were named. Indy Hartwell, Wendy Tune, fell and had a <sighs> fight next week. It was presented well, even though the segments were well too long. But how the fuck did James me, get in? Is, is the same going on with Yeah, Xbox I'm about to say, if Rodolph? I'm Indy and Wendy, I'm like, what the hell? Seriously? Indy and, and Wendy Tune. Literally got to earn <laughs> But Kiana can just walk in. Like, yeah, she's proven everything they need to see. Just, am I missing? Are we, am I missing something? <laughs> I don't like I said. It's, it's crazy, really, when you think about it. But, like I said, maybe we're missing something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I guess so. She'll put on a hell of performance. You know. Uh, but, speaking of hell of performance, the attraction versus Nikita Lyons, perverts. Uh, and Katana Chance and Caden Carter earlier night. Zoe Stark injured Nikita Lyons' right knee. After she was cleared to compete, Tox Attraction took advantage and hit with a high-low combination to win. The high-low was missed. Lyons completely <laughs> sold for thin air during one point yeah. in this match. But the most important thing to remember <laughs> is the doctors 
bandage around clothing. <laughs> so if you ever get injured, pad. The knee pad needed attention, goddamn you. So they bandaged up. The Bro, knee pad. I was so mad that they didn't at least try to just take off the knee pad and put it on top of the tape. Anything. Like, come on, bro. Like, you don't understand. It's like everybody know that this knee going to play a factor now. <laughs> I guess that's the point, but, like, come on, bro. And then that's another thing. They told us earlier she's cleared and it's just a, bru- a lot of bruises. But Nikita, you can tell Nikita that Nikita, Nikita couldn't stand without, ah, ah my, my knee, ah. Are you telling me that's seriously just bruises and she couldn't even stand up? <laughs> she got cramped. That was, that was the thing. Ah, yeah, maybe got stiff because they, yeah. they, they wrapped her up so damn <laughs> It's like a mummy. Just, yeah. just can't. Uh, yeah, this wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Didn't, no. I got what they were trying to do, but it, yeah, the execution fell flat. Yeah. Uh, we're moving. December 6th. It's the last episode, I promise. Uh, the <laughs> Survivor Qualifier Axiom versus Ron Wagner versus Andre Chase. Chase walks <sighs> out his both points with DDT and planted Ron Wagner with a crossbody, but Axiom snuck him with a golden ratio to pin the big <laughs> man. I am glad for the Axiom. I, I really am. Like, <laughs> surprised he won. Yeah, me too. I was shocked. I actually also was very surprised that they gave Andre Chase like he looked so good because, like you said, Andre actually was probably the one who could was set to win before that or was about to. But in uh, in all honesty, though, uh, anyone with anyone but Von Wagner, I think everyone kind of agreed <laughs> there. So it kind of and then like I mentioned earlier, four bad guys. Go ahead, put Axiom in there. Poor Axiom. Only as a matter of fact, you'll notice it. <laughs> In the uh, Grayson Waller segment, I believe. But, yeah, uh, poor Axiom, man. Only one with some morals or, you know, seems to have sympathy for anyone in this match. Uh, but, you know, I also think that disqualifies him because so right now, I think either way it goes, uh, after what happens to Deadline, we'll have a babyface champion. So, <laughs> yeah. But, well, hey, like, good, like you said, great for him. Great for him. Well, speaking of the champion, well, I, I say the champion, Bron and Apollo... No, they're fighting, not fucking at deadline, right? Because these dates are a fun for them. But it makes me want to sleep. Very intimate. What the fuck is that? Oh, is this like, what about, imagine if they were just about to tie up and instead their eyes, you know, <laughs> contact across the ring and they just kissed. Just. <laughs> Warm embrace. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main event. And they have Vic Joseph spin that on NXT. Like That's just what happens. Our love is stronger than the NXT Championship. Just walk away holding hands, leave the title in the middle of the ring. That, that's what we want. And it was just so much posturing, too. It's just like, you, you keep saying little things, little slick stuff, Apollo, but you, are you serious about this? You're just sitting here swimming with him. I mean, fishing with him like it's nothing. Nothing going on here. You know, they they kept talking about, oh yeah, you know, big match, you know, time for you know champion and all of that and the challenger and Apollo kept telling us how much he's waited for this and, and this is what you get. I, I only thing that can defend Apollo in this situation is that he's seen the future, so maybe he's like, oh, I don't have to injure him or anything. I'm, I'm holding the title in my little yeah. future thing I saw, so maybe that's why he's so calm, calm and confident. But when it comes to Braun, yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> 
He's like, he yeah. <laughs> Bron gets caught in a fishing accident in three weeks, so the title <laughs> vacated. So I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. He won't make the match anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, of not making matches, we see Indusher attack Bryson Montana for his match with Harvey Barnell. Big body Harvey suddenly pulled a hamstring <laughs> to avoid entering in the ring. Again, there's no issue with Hills looking like idiots or dicks. And this is what Big Body Harvey is doing. Shanga, yeah. Sanger and Veer declined to fight the Creed brothers until they're 100%. And Julius and Brutus were not happy. And officials had to keep away from the big men. Again, this was backstage with the diamond. Oh, have you checked his leg, Doctor? Yes. What about his ribs? Why are they all He's struggling breathing, Doctor. You don't notice that. Like, he can't... <laughs> Why does it take Ivy to highlight this? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was doing a full-fledged examination checkup or something, but apparently not. Apparently, you just, uh, you're only doing what they tell you. <laughs> No wonder Nikita got cleared. Most of the doctors are so bad in NXT, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, well, you, you, your hand seems all right. I'm bleeding from the head. <laughs> like, yeah, but your finger's fine. Like, no, you're cleared. Uh, remember when Zion Quinn was going to be the next Vince pick oh, guy? That's a great point. <laughs> Not anymore. Tony D's first match in 10 weeks made Quinn look like a jobber. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of jobbers, it's Hank. Our Hank <laughs> got taught a harsh lesson by Charlie Dempsey, who I might say is rocking those Harley Race chops. Booker is a fan. But the best thing of this was Drew Gulak looking on, which I don't use this word a lot, yes. but it's perfect. Yes. I don't care if it's a tag team, an angle, manager, whatever it is. They, Like you said, match made in heaven right there. Really oh, man. Uh, yeah, then, I can't wait to see what they do. Yeah. Well, speaking of, we can't wait for Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. Because they're told their story of Christmas fun. They question out any tag team could ever challenge him. And quite right. Prince sitting on Kit. I love the cheap heat that gets. It's so fucking <laughs> simple. From these rednecks and whatever it's in the crowd. Like, and another yes, thing. It's speaking, water, man. Speaking of the crowd, and I will bring this up because one guy had like hate. I hate Apollo Cruz and Apollo Cruz. Yes, right? what the hell? Apollo do to those three people? Figure, they're racist because ah, that, that's the only great thing. Point. Because if you're white and you're bringing a sign that says you predominantly don't like a black wrestler, I'm sorry, my friend, but like, yeah. I, it just looks bad, especially when you're cheering on. You know, when it's like you know any other wrestler and it's just it just seems a little bit odd you know but again very odd in the old days the signs would have been confiscated but I suppose you know any reaction but it just I don't like it it's it's, it's almost the same as like when the kit sitting on or Prince sitting on kit and they go ooh because it's like yeah you'd like it <laughs> right yeah trust me and, and, and unfortunately it, 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 NXT takes place in Florida and <laughs> The IQ of the of, of Floridians is not notoriously high, especially uh, the people who are paying the the free and fifteen to twenty five dollar ticket price to get it in there. So, yeah, uh, and I hundred the thing that kind of ticked me off the most about it is like we saw Apollo segment, the fishing segment. You know, it, 
Usually when you bring a sign pertaining to someone, you only lift that sign or have anything to do with that sign when that person is in the ring. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I thought it worked. So, like you said, the fact that they're they like, like, you're right. It's, something is there because <laughs> no, yeah. for you to have that up in a match that has absolutely nothing to do with that man. <laughs> Unless Apollo Crews is like, you know, done something to you in the past, which right. has created like a blood feud. I just don't... Didn't I'm sign sure something, the, whatever. I'm sure the yeah, guy yeah. had another sign saying like Von Wagner was the greatest. So we, <laughs> we know what yeah. type of person we do. And I'm looking forward to going to uh, the WNR podcast tour of Florida. That will... <laughs> That's a good point. We'll cancel the tickets. We'll, we'll cancel. <laughs> For now. Um, but bulging sacks... Yes, going back to the Christmas, pretty deadly <laughs> bulging sacks. And even they're annoyed that it's not called Sacker. But then the New Day made a shocking arrival to challenge Kit and at deadline. They laid out pretty deadly and took their titles. Well, at least they gave the champs presents. But I suppose <laughs> the New Day are used to losing, aren't they? Yes, side play mm. check after the match. <laughs> uh, but, mate, like pretty deadly versus New Day. Oh, they actually believe in Pretty Deadly. We might be right. <laughs> yes, like exactly. Like Pretty Deadly might actually work out. Like this might not just be an NXT thing. Might actually concede them, you know, main roster, you know, this time next year. Because like, let's just be honest. Neither tag division is necessarily the deepest. And the Uso, come on now, we know the Uso can use. Plenty of other, like any any other actual teams to actually be a fresh challenge. But besides that, uh, yeah, man, this is awesome, man. I just, I, 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 it was great to see them down there. By the way, those few fans with the Apollo sign, they even had to stand yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> they felt embarrassed, didn't they? They're yeah. like, oh wow, I didn't know this was happening today. <laughs> My gosh, like, I didn't know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, those few fans had to get get, get their stuff together, and it was just awesome to see them there. And even though it's very, very similar to like the the way they did the do drop and Nikki Cross thing of just kind of, I mean, the only difference is I don't even think Nikki Cross and Do Drop even showed up that at first. At least I don't recall. I don't know if they actually showed up before that and said anything. I could be wrong, but the point is, it's very similar to the way the match came together. But since we are getting mistreated. We are getting, like like I said, something that me and you probably didn't know we will ever see uh, when it comes to Pretty Deadly versus The New Day. And, you know, I also, you know, I don't necessarily, and I kind of spoiler alert, don't necessarily see them winning, but the, the the idea of The New Day coming back for the NXT goal just to have a triple crown uh, achievement, especially after so soon of losing their longest reign achievement, it is some compelling stuff to get behind. So I, I can't wait to see what they do because I know – you get these two teams time, it's just gonna gonna be a, a really, really fun time and awesome tag team wrestling. Yeah, without doubt. And at least you know, pretty deadly already beating the brutes on NXT and building a good resume so far. And the other thing I really like about it, I said the hills that don't want to be cool. And they can get away with stuff like the Christmas right. segment and might not work all the time, but the vast majority of dressing up, being goofy and kinda, of, you know, getting beaten up. <laughs> As long as they kind of retain their titles, I, I love those teams. And like I said, I've mentioned before similarities between others, but there is definitely something there for Pretty Deadly. Duke Hudson was not happy about uh, his match, this match, 
which was Thea Heyer versus Isle of Dawn. Again, this was actually done quite well between Duke and Andre, with Andre trying to cheer him on. Yeah, Dawn hit a pair of standing elbow drops for the win after Solomon Howell's attempt to rally. Afterwards, Alba Fire attacked Dawn until the officials broke them up. Uh, I will say Isle of Dawn was made, but again, really like Duke and Chase, because obviously we know what Hudson's endgame is with Chase U now. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, it gave us a little more insight on what's going on uh, with that. And then, like you said, we also kind of nipped, you know, kind of two birds in one song here with the continuing the Alba and the Isla stuff and also getting Isla's debut into, uh, you know, on camera and getting that going. So that, that was great, you know, to see. I also want to uh, highlight, too, that whatever Thea Hill, whatever she does to get ready, uh, man, like, I'm not, you know, I don't, I would hate to see her on decaf. I don't know if she would even be slowed down that much. Like, she really is into it. I give her a prop, too, for really whatever role this is, just being the ultimate busybody, she, she's committed. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I can't, again, another thing I'm kind of looking forward to continuing to see, this dynamic between Andre and Duke. Yeah, I think about that. And like I said, with Deadline, the way it's shaping up, with Pretty Deadly New Day, I mean, what a swap that was from uh, <laughs> from what we were going to get in the show versus the Creeds. Of course, Alba and Dawn as well, you know, it's, it's shaping up good. Uh, Malik Blade and Edris Sanofi beat Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Uh, enough of those two, really. <laughs> they have gone downhill since they lost the NXT UK titles, and it's great. And then the Iron Survivor qualifier, Indy Hartwell versus Wendy Chu versus Fallon Henley. Chu caught Fallon with a corner slingshot splash, but Indy threw Chu out and caught Henley with a running forearm to win. I'm not going to argue it's basically the same finish as the men's, but Indy does yep. qualify. And then we see the Grayson Waller effect, the talk heavy segment. Um, Waller finally got annoyed to start the brawl between the guests and then dived onto the group for making his exit. The others battle it out. The only thing I noticed is yes, um, Axiom got told off for his turtleneck. But the other guys were just clashing. Like, JD and Waller's shirts were clashing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know they, they said the haze, but I thought he wasn't too bad. But again, this no. didn't fill me with excitement. Because like you said, you're not letting the people talk who should have talked. And it's like, well, Waller's right. not going to win, is he? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's the thing. And it was like, and, I, and you know what? The only thing that made me consider him is that I don't think he's had a shot. But it's like, is that enough <laughs> to, to convince you that he needs to win this uh, first time? For ever tag team thing, is, you know? yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a shot. Exactly. That makes sense for the tag times. Not not necessarily in this spot. Uh, and I agree with you. The, uh, the segment, I understand, again, what they were trying to do and all that. And there was some decent lines in here. But, again, we, we've had more than enough of Gacy. We know what Gacy's got to say. <laughs> We've had more than enough of Waller talking. We know what Melo is all about. You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of, again, we can even, as a matter of fact, you know where JD is going. <laughs> so it's just like, what did this really do to get you, to get you, give you any more insight into where we're going with, with this match? I think it, it didn't do any of that. It just was a great way to kind of get us into a brawl. So, uh, you know, again, it was what it was, but. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe again, maybe I'm a little bit too cautious about this, but it's a new stipulation. 
maybe they'll heat it out the park and we'll be we'll be coming here for the review talking about damn that was they really did that or we'll do what I, you know I think is probably going to happen which will be like I see what they were going for but <laughs> yeah <laughs> well like I said, we're just about to run through the card for NXT deadline but before that we just uh, reviewed seven episodes what are your thoughts on NXT since Havoc right up to deadline Oh, okay, so uh, I, again, uh, the best parts of the NXT right now, in my opinion, are definitely to me. Honestly, this batch of episodes felt like the JD Madonna showcase, <laughs> McDonald showcase. Like it's not bad at all because every match that he was in advanced the story and it made sense. It made him look like, you know, uh, again a menace. And so I, I did not mind that uh, that too much. Again, I think that was the best parts of it for the most part. You're right about Zoe Stark turning in the women's division. You know, it's like, man, we have a lot of the same thing going on, a lot of similarities here. And again, I'm kind of off put on us not, you know, uh, you know, uh, being able to un- have a, a women's title match on this card. Uh, you know, but I also at, at least they are moving forward and trying to give us a contender, so I can let that slide. But it's still one of those things. But I kind of understand after what happened with Alba and I love what they're gonna what what they're trying to do there. So uh, again, it was it's a lot of good, but it's also still you know you have those the the, the Hank matches, you have the the too much Von Wagner, the you know some of the things that you know that they still have a, a couple faults. You know, they have uh, some people who may be picking things up, but not necessarily should be given as much camera time. So they still have a lot of those things going on, but at the same time, it's also a lot of positive. So it's kind of a mixed bag here for me in this batch. Yeah, I would agree there. Like I said, some of it's, when it's good, it's really good, but when it's bad, boy, is it really bad. It's borderline unwatchable, exactly. (laughs) When it's it's... good, it's some of the best on TV. When it's not, it's not. (laughs) Well, this is the thing, when the UK, and again, I'm biased, so when in the UK, like, talent shining through, I'm enjoying it. And when right. it feels a bit like 2.0, it kind of, you know, switch off maybe a little bit. But like I said, the Chase U uh, development yeah. has been fun, uh, you know, during this one. And apart from that, like I said, we're at a holding stage, aren't we? we we've got our mm-hmm. champions and we're just waiting for the next legitimate challengers. And like I said, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But let's give... Uh, our predictions for deadline then and run through the card. Of course, Jack C have given me their predictions as well, so we can do it. This is the last bonus point on the line. And again, I know you won the WWE Pay-Per-View Prediction League. I got the win mm-hmm. on AEW Pay-Per-View Prediction League. Between you and me, I can't believe I did. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. I'm sure Gina and uh, Jack C liked AEW more than I did. But right. sometimes it's not about that because you have to take, you know, you have to look from a different side. So, uh, but yeah. the bonuses, it will be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but we'll start the card with the bonus match, I'm going to call it, because this is bonus. Okay. To get Pretty Deadly versus The New Day uh, for the tag team titles on a takeover, it's just going to deliver. Like you said, put them in a ring and they will come. And, and this is another thing, even with Jaxi, who's going to watch this match and will ask me afterwards, we were pretty deadly. <laughs> like, they're quite good. Like, you know what I mean? But they will show out in this performance. I've no doubt. Look, look at their track record. 
Yes, I hundred percent agree with you. I cannot wait for them to not only do that, but like you said, mentioning Jackson is a great point because now people who love the new day or just want to be curious, or some people who I know they could have been like me for a period of time in NXT's history. I used to be one of those people who only really checked for takeovers, but then as the years went by, I started to keep up with it regularly because again, those takeovers kind of make you want to yeah. keep watching, especially the the old ones. So. Uh, I think some of those people who still only just check up for takeovers are going to look at this, see them with the New Day, and maybe if they're not familiar with how good Pretty Deadly is, they will be after this. And uh, I think this is the perfect uh, vehicle. Uh, I think Shawn Michaels in his press call mentioned that the New Day asked to, uh, you know, to do this uh, in this situation. They kind of wanted to give back. Xavier has always wanted to come back to NXT, so it's one of those situations and. Uh, and he, he did say it's a factor of how long they'll be there. So that does make you consider, like, is he is he trying to work out a way to work, you know, to get, keep them there, or is this, you know, whatever, whatever. But with their involvement in Ricochet's stuff too, it's kind of like, okay, is how how important is that involvement? And you know, would that play a factor? Would that even matter? So it, it, it does make you wonder. But I, I think the the right thing to do here is for the new day to put over pretty deadly and allow their reign to continue. Uh, I think it'd be a great boost for Pretty Deadly. Of course, through the nefarious, Pretty Deadly like tactics, of course. But I think it'd uh, be a great way to have them some bragging rights, and they continue uh, to uh, run, uh, keep being the by far the best team in NXT. Like that's the thing; they're like by far. Like I love, uh, even though they ruined their names, Grizzly Young Vets are another team that I love watching together. And maybe down the line we can get a schism type of Pretty Deadly thing. Even though I don't know, they're both on the same side of being bad guys but uh other than that i don't really think even though i love the creed bros i still think i'll take pretty deadly over them uh easily so yeah uh, i think until we're ready to to crown the next champions i think you keep it on pretty deadly and because they're doing a great job carrying that flag for the tag division yeah like i said i think that's the right thing to do uh and then i can go yes boy side plate check and have new day on the list of people they beat which again like I said, padding out the resume. So when they go to the main roster, well, they have paid for, and you've got built-in right. history to tap back into, you know, and become threats on the main roster. Uh, like I said, it should be great. We'll do... This is another thing I'm worried about is the layout of tonight's show because obviously we'll start with uh, the Iron Survivor match, but will then they have the Iron Survivor men's as the main event or will they go NXT title? It's just... It depends, you know, because there's only two matches in between. It might feel like, you know, we're just watching the same thing over again. But I'm, I'm sure they'll try right. different things. But the Women's Survivor uh, Challenge is Zoe Starks versus Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez versus Keanu James versus Indy Hartwell. Um, again, for me, this is pretty easy to make my decision. Even though Indy Hartwell has been in a bit of a role of late, uh, of course, we know all about Cora Jade and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark's got her own problems, so she's not that worried about it. James, if she wins, I quit. As simple as that. Uh, so I think <laughs> the one woman, and we even talked about this on, I think, the last takeover, last update, the woman that's ready to challenge and beat Mandy Rose is Roxanne yes. Perez, I've got to say. I 100% agree. And I think the last time she had this situation going on, she had this stuff going on with Cora J. Now she's, you know, she doesn't have anything to, in my opinion, unless they're going to try to stretch out this indie stuff. 
I don't think they need, I don't think she has any distraction other than, you know, going for that title, being the one to overcome toxic attraction. I think she's definitely the chosen one. I'm not sure exactly if this is uh, a little step too early. Maybe they want to push it to stand and deliver. But honestly, I feel like she can earn it now and they can continue this on through vengeance into stand and deliver because of not only how long Mandy's reign is, but just how uh, the type of story that they can weave if they choose to. I 100% agree with you. No one else, in my opinion, really fits right now. Like you said, Zoe has Nikita's, has stuff with Nikita going on that we that's probably going to keep going. Uh, you know, Kiana, even I don't I, even if Fallon don't make have anything to do with this, I really doubt that they ever want that. You cannot convince me they believe anyone wants to see Mandy Rose versus Kiana James. And <laughs> you know, I just don't, I, I just don't think so. It's just, yeah. I really do, yeah, I, I really be shocked, man. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Hey, you're, the, imagine, you're imagine right. Trying though. to it's build like... that up, you know, we're doing a show like, tonight's thing. <laughs> James versus Rose. Fucking hell. It's just like, oh, uh, yeah. But in, anyway, like you said, Roxanne is by far the best pick. Indy was the only other person I gave second mm. thought to, but like you said, it's kind of that, uh, you know, that role that she's on. And even though she is seeming more heelish, she hasn't really. All the way turned, maybe, but you know, she did. She did. She has been a little bit more vicious. So I think, ah, again, Randy Rose fighting these heels. I don't think any of us want to see that. Let's just give her uh, a match with Rock, Roxanne, and I think that's the most lit, the next logical step that makes sense in the women's division. Yeah, I will say we all went. All four of us went for Pretty Deadly. Uh, with this one here, Jaxie went for Cora Jade, and Gina went rocks the same as us. Uh, of course, they haven't got the advantage to watching NXT kind of week in, week out. So it'd be interesting. The Men's Iron Survivor Challenge is Carmella Hayes versus JD McDonough versus Joe Gacy, Grayson Waller, and Axiom. Gina's gone Grayson Waller. Jack C went for the same as I did. Uh, and this, I'm interested to hear what you say. I'll give my pick first. But this is one of those where I'm either going with my head or going with my Monty. Because, like, there's a guy who I want to win, and it makes all the sense in the world to win, but yeah. I can't go, you know what I'm like with NXT UK talent, you know? I'm going to go. Uh-huh. I'm going to go. So my pick to win is JD McDonough. I know he's had chances yeah. before, but I can't I can't not. I, I'm, bro, you don't understand. Again, I told you, this. In the last seven weeks, JD just screams that he's the one. And it just and it's just really tough. You're 100 percent right. You know exactly where my where my problem was. <laughs> yes, I gave Waller some consideration because again, like I told you earlier, never had one. But like I said, that's just that's it. Melo actually has you know tenure, and I think a lot of people already realize that it's time for uh you know for Braun Breaker and Melo to at least butt heads at least at, at some point. But uh you know honestly, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with. Instead of going with who I believe in more than anybody in Mellow, I'm going to be the same as you. It's kind of seemed like I'm funking out, but I'm just with you, man. JD left that type of impression. I, I mentioned after that triple threat match with uh, with Ilya that the way they portrayed JD, JD will be a legit contender. And I think if he wins this match, I'm not sure how, by hook or by crook, hurting someone. I don't know, maybe tear Axiom's. Arm yeah, off. Something's gonna <laughs> just takes his arm off. Hits Casey over the head with it. <laughs> like, 
Koala. Right. Like, something, like, something like that, right? <laughs> something vicious going to happen. And uh, I think that, yeah, JD is probably going to be your next contender. And if I'm lucky, they can finish whatever they have to do and, you know, and do it in Vengeance Day. And we can set up for standing the deliver Melo versus Braun for the very first time. And I think that's how how uh, we should do that. Uh, and that's my that's what I'm hoping goes. But I could be wrong. They could just go straight for Melo right now. But I think JD is who you do for right now, getting us through these next few months, and then heading into standing deliver. It's time for Melo versus Braun Breaker. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me about that. Uh, yeah, I know I completely agree with you there. Right, so the one match that I'm struggling with, and this is why I've left it uh, to this point, is Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. So I want to know your thoughts on this first before I make a decision. Because <laughs> it could change what yeah. I think. Because, yeah, you've got Fire out for revenge, but you've got Dawn right. you. So you've got... Exactly. <laughs> so it's like... Because, like, I understand wanting to give Alba that win because, you know, getting her, you know, some heat back, you know, things haven't necessarily went her way. She's made some promises that she wasn't able to keep. So I can, I can really can't understand it, but it's just really uh, hard for me to believe that uh, since this is Isla's kind of like re-debut and possibly debut in front of many eyes for the first time uh, on this platform, with probably the time that she's going to be given to go in there with Alba, I think it's a great show. I think it's a great chance to showcase what makes Alba great, especially within someone in, in someone like an Alba Fire. So uh, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Alba. It, it, it was a tough one. I'm with you. It's really really tough to think about it, but it's really hard for me to uh, go against uh, a debuting or you know kind of like a re-debut, re-return type of thing. So. Uh, I'm gonna say the witch go wins, and it's gonna probably be something weird, something, something. At least this the way I would do yeah. it. I would book her and showcase some of that supernaturalness you that can, we kind of got to know about. You can see fire. If this was no DQ match, it would be fire straight away, because yes. like anything goes, retribution and all this lot. But the fact remains is that all she needs is like lose her temper, bring in the baseball bat, referee goes to put it away. Turns into the mist. Job done. Right. You know, like... I, Job I can, done. And she takes, like, a locker hair so they can probably yeah. keep it going. Well, you know? It would be, uh, if, I, if we can see Isla Dawn's box again, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Definitely. But because you've got Isla Dawn, I will go Alba Fire. Go on. Just to... Fair play. So we're not the same. Um, so I think Fire, even though I don't think she's going to win, but I've got Bron. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I never go Bron. Uh, 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 right. So, Alba Fire. So, fuck it. We've all gone different. We've all gone Alba Fire, apart from you, Monty, that went Isle of Dawn. And then the main event, we think, yes. for the NXT Championship, Bron Breaker versus Apollo Cruz. I love Cruz. He looks into the future, but I've gone against <laughs> Bron so many fucking times. So many times. <laughs> That's fair. You've been burned too many times. I get you. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is. It's one part of this little angle, which if, if they if they delete all of the friendship stuff and actually build this up, this part would be so valuable to me because I felt like they focus only on it. That's this is what kind of tipped it off that Apollo probably wouldn't win because they only focused on it a short part, which was the fact that in his initial NXT run and all of that, you know, he never got he never won. He got an opportunity but didn't win it. 
And they didn't focus on who he is, the performer, as much as they tried to focus on his friendship and all this stuff going on with Bruh. So it, it kind of made me feel like maybe they'll use this as a vehicle, which, again, I hope hopefully they don't try to turn Apollo Hill because I feel like we got a lot of turns <laughs> at some point. But maybe they do. Maybe they will do, use it as a vehicle to turn him heel down the line, but I just don't see him prevailing here either against Braun. Yes, they have a lot of similarities physically and all of that, but uh, like you mentioned before, Braun is just on a run, uh, and I don't think they're going to end it here uh, with Apollo. The story they told kind of hurt Apollo for me. If this is more focused on the competition in the ring and just more, more your traditional type of feud, yeah. maybe I would say Apollo have more of a fighting chance, but the way they kind of just went about this whole entire angle, it's hard for me to believe that playing nice is going to get Apollo to win this match over Braun Breaker. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm going Braun. Yeah, I mean, if Cruz fucking beats him after, like, Ilya Dragunov hasn't fucking Tyler Bate, like, I'm just going to quit. I know I've mentioned that a lot right? today, but, like, it's just... That's fair. What the fuck? Like, why did Cruz... Or, and... or that triple threat. Like, he overcame that triple threat, which was, like, slim, slim odds. And then just to lose... <laughs> To nice Apollo. Uh, Cruz, exactly. Like... Nice, nice Apollo. Not even fucking Apollo that, you know, could say, I've been in big match situations you haven't in. I've won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Right. You know, no one thought I could do it, but I did. But nothing. They just went fishing. Uh, so we all went Bron to round us off. But we all have gone different. Like I said, um, Jaxie went for Cora Jade. Uh, we saw Gina going for Grayson Waller, of course, you for Isla Dawn. So there is a few changes. So, right. you know, that is going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Like I said, we can get a bonus point if we get a perfect score. Uh, I think there's been one perfect Ooh. score this year for NXT. Uh, but we shall see what happens. They're about, they always surprise me with one or yeah. two. There's you always know the one new or day. two where I'm like... The new day are going to win. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> As soon as you think you know it, that's exactly what's going to happen. New Day's going to win and have a run in NXT all of a sudden. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, Brooks and Jensen versus the New Day. <laughs> I hope not, Monty. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> like we said, the, uh, it will be interesting deadline. Of course, we will bring you the review Tuesday, hopefully, but we will sort that out between the two of us. Not on air, of course. Uh, but finally, we know when the next NXT event will be. It will be Vengeance Day. It will take place February 4th, 2023. But the most important thing about it, it marks the first standalone NXT event outside of NXT Standard Deliver to be held outside of Florida since TakeOver Portland in February 2020. Final nice. question I'll ask you, Monty. Are we finally getting the old NXT back? Slowly but surely, maybe, maybe. Uh, it may not be exactly the same, you know, uh, but it's definitely starting to feel that way again. And, and like you said, once they start full-fledged traveling, uh, maybe for takeovers and stuff, uh, in the maybe going into next year, maybe they can keep it going after Vengeance Day. Uh, man, who you know, I. I I've had, we all remember those great times in New Orleans or in Brooklyn, all over the country of NXT, just putting on all-time great takeover shows. And uh, I, I would love to see them get back into that, uh, you know, groove of things. Uh, but I don't want to promise that we, it'll be our old NXT, because again, 
Those, those days were very, very special. It's still going to be different, but I do think we're definitely uh, getting away from the 2.0 era. Yeah. So that's yeah. the that's the most positive part about it, in my opinion. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, that is it. Uh, don't forget, like I said, NC deadline is later tonight. Don't forget, because all social Twitter at the WNR Podcast, I'm at the WNR JR. You can find the entire WNR team on the Twitter banner. Or Monty, where can people listen to you? You can listen to us at MindMontyPod uh, on Twitter. Uh, or you can go to Mind of Monty on YouTube. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to give a day because I'm not sure when it drops yet. But we do have a podcast covering a little bit of all the big-time news going into Wrestle Kingdom. I probably will uh, t- get more into that as World Tag League wraps up uh, and uh, do a little overview on my show. That'll probably be the next show. But either way it goes, uh, check us out, Mind of Monty, YouTube, and at Mind Monty Pod on Twitter. Yeah. To check, check, please listen to Monty doing that because then that will lead in to the Wrestle Kingdom review that we do at the start of the year. Uh, because, like I said, there's so much going on at the moment. One thing I do love about Impact, because we did our Impact review last time round, Every match that Bay and have had in the uh, tag league is available on Impact Plus. So hopefully Sweet. over Christmas I will sit down and watch 10, 10 tag team matches on these guys. Yeah, watch but... the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that. It should be fine. Uh, but like we said, the WNR also on Facebook and Instagram because all good platforms send us an email podcast at gmail.com YouTube podcast we have latest clips and podcasts at the same time on YouTube as you do SoundCloud on your phone also Spotify and iTunes where you can download subscribe rate and review there so that is it that's it our next episode is NXT Deadline until then I have been James Rowlands and was joined by the mind of Monty Monty you are the thing that makes NXT Update the most enjoyable Appreciate you. I know. I know for damn sure it ain't three, or, three to four Von Wagner matches. <laughs> I know. I know what is. I know what don't keep us going. So I'm glad I'm helping you through. <laughs> we gotta get through this. We gotta get through. <laughs> but that is it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. <laughs>